Manimal here. It's Friday, May 5th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we're going to update you on all the news from around the league. We're going to give you that Rangers news and notes, and we're going to preview Los Angeles Angels and Texas Rangers from this weekend in Anaheim. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who Love Rangers baseball. This is your boy Kev, aka YBK, Kevin Frazier. You can catch me on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F R A Z I E R. You can also catch Texas Rangers with the boys on social media at TX Rangers WTB. And you can catch our website, Texas Rangers with the boys.com. All one word. And joining me, my co host, the 300 pound manimal, the world traveled. The man who has seen more national parks in the last few days than most of you guys have probably seen in your life. How you doing, buddy? And where can they find you on social media? Oh, I'm, I'm good tonight. I'm uh, overlooking the uh, Colorado River in lovely Laughlin, Nevada. Um, mm. Today was uh, Christie's day on the vacation to do what she wanted to do. Mm. So Kevin knows where we're at. Yeah, Kevin knows exactly where I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm at, at the casino. Uh, I'm at the Aquarius Hotel Casino in lovely Laughlin. It's uh, a beautiful city. It's been good to us so far, and uh, we uh, will be heading out out California way tomorrow, Ooh. possibly looking for some internet. I'm not sure how that goes, <laughs> but if I do find some internet, I'll be checking into that social media. And you'll be able to find me at uh, Twitter on Twitter at Manimal Bull on Instagram at Manimal three hundred, TikTok and Facebook at Bull Pro. You know, you know the deal with that Facebook. You just send yeah. me a friend request. I'll I'll take it in someday, and then we'll just start talking baseball. Daggum right. Well, let's jump right into the content today. Uh, the Rangers getting ready to open up on a big uh, weekend weekend swing out in California way. Uh, but before we get to that, let's go around the league. Uh, we do, I do a, I, I, we're doing a little cool little thing today. We're going to do the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we're going to talk about, just briefly talk about the divisions and where kind of everything's at. Um, the good, the AL West and the AL East, the, some powerhouse teams uh, that some unexpected, some expected uh, out of those divisions. Yeah, you know, I didn't know that we were. I was doing responses on this. I did, I thought you were gonna <laughs> thought you were just gonna, gonna go a, through it. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were gonna just go through this straight through this. Uh, um, well, I didn't know yeah. if you had anything you wanted to point out, but yeah, uh, there's I, the the um yeah, the West and the the East have both been pretty good, but uh, the Yankees are in last place over there in the East with a couple of games over 500 so yeah uh some tough sledding over there in the in the east and and especially with uh tampa bay winning 26 of their first 32 games that's that's uh that's made it some some tough go for over there in the east and uh you know the west i think a couple of surprising teams in uh, in texas and los angeles um both having 18 wins and uh going into that first series against each other with it meaning a little you know, going to be for, for first place. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like who thought? Who thought? Yeah, that, yeah. You know? And uh, you know, Houston still. You know, we talked about last night. Uh, are they gonna? Are they not gonna? Will they? Won't they? Blah blah blah. And uh, you know, Seattle's Seattle got kind of healthy on Oakland this week, so mm-hmm. you know, I mean, yeah. that's easy Seattle's to do. Around. And and you know, Oakland outside. We'll talk about them later. So uh, I'll let you. I'll let you continue on. I think. Uh, I think Boston's been kind of a surprise in the uh, AL yeah. East. Yeah, I yeah, thought, Boston's on a nice little streak right now. Yeah, beating so, up, beating up on Toronto tonight or yeah, last night. Yeah, another good team, Toronto. So yeah, that especially that AL that AL East is going to be a dogfight all year by some uh, by some good teams, and then the bad. Um, of course, each of the, every division has a leader, but the rest of these divisions are not so good. But the NL East. Uh, and the AL Central, just not quite uh, well, going as expected for some of those teams. Uh, I think the NL East is going to come around. Uh, there's some good teams in there. Some of them are just starting to kind of get healthy and starting to play a little bit better ball. Uh, and Washington's playing a little bit better baseball this year than I thought they were going to. And then, yeah. the, uh, the yeah, the Central isn't, uh, the Central isn't very good. Uh, Minnesota might be. A pretty good team, but uh, everybody else. I saw that Cleveland just optioned uh, Plesac back to the minor league, so that's not a good. That's not good for the old engines, current yeah. guardians. Guardians, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, the uh, the two the the four. Uh, does teams, everyone not? I'm, just a second. Does everyone not talk like Jerry Jones in Dallas? I no. mean, like right, like like every time you're going to talk about a stadium, it's a J, right? Stadium. And no. like no one, no one else does that. I mean, I'm the no. only one that thinks it's hilarious to make fun of how Jerry Jones talks. No, no, that's that's actually that's actually true. Not the, the the one thing that is true is everyone likes to make fun of Jerry Jones. What's not true is people don't really talk like that. In um, my phone, in my phone, literally, when I put in like, "Hey, I'm going to the stadium," it auto corrects it to stadium. <laughs> well. That- that's a good segue into the ugly, which is the Oakland Athletics, possibly the worst baseball team uh, record-wise, uh, on pace to be the worst baseball team ever. Yeah, yeah, they're on pace to win 19% of their games. That's not very good. No, not good and, at all. Uh, I saw they also uh, they they released or DFA'd Eurus uh, um, Familia today, so. It, and uh, another guy that that was one of the guys they brought in to get outs in the bullpen and he can't do that for him. And, you know, it's a, uh, it's a sad state up there in Oakland, but they've got some bright spots. I mean, Shea Langoliers mm-hmm. is a pretty good player and they yeah. got some other ones and they've got that Miller kid is going to be a good pitcher for him, you know, in yeah. the, in the future, they've got some good pieces. They got some young guys. I mean, uh, they've, they've pillaged Atlanta's, farm system these last couple of years and some other teams too, Toronto. And so they're going to, they're going to be okay. They got, they got players coming. It's just going to take them a little while. Yeah, and I year. think everyone, well, yeah, it I might be this year. Do. It might be this year that we start seeing them, but uh, they aren't, they aren't going to start winning for a couple of years, but there was a time where, you know, the Rangers used to beat up on Matt Chapman and uh, Olsen and, and all them guys too. And that changed over the course of time too. So, Oakland yeah, will be back. They'll be back. They always are. Yeah, it changed pretty quickly, too. They, they turn around quick when they do. Um, and then, uh, well, one of the more controversial stories around the league is the Wander Franco uh, fancy 
throw uh, hey, just, And I, I yeah. think you probably feel the same way I do because, I mean, I don't even know what the hell that was. I mean, I was like, I don't even know what he was doing there. But at the same time, I mean, as long as he gets the guy out at first, I don't give, uh, I don't, I don't give any uh, cares to what he, what he does. But you don't get that out at first base, and it's a big old, it's a big old story today. Oh, of course. Well, and you know, it's okay for you know bas- a basketball player in a fast break to do a fancy dunk, and every now and then those dunks go flying into the stands. But you know, God forbid a yeah. baseball player who's making an easy play. Uh, you know, yeah, have some fun flashy. with it. Yeah, have a little yeah. fun with it. I mean, make the game yeah. fun. I know I saw yeah. that. I saw all the old heads was like, ah, we'd have thrown in his ear hole for three weeks. <laughs> Jesus, calm down, fella. I mean, dude, I mean, we're trying to hurt this guy's like psyche for the rest of his life because he thought it would be fun to flip the ball in the air before he threw it over to first base. Like, hit it out of the infield if you don't want him to do that to him, right? Isn't that the old? You know, you don't uh, like it. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, like, just, yeah. like, I mean, it's like, it's like Biden in the, that election. Come on, man. Well, you know, get, get the hell out of here. I mean, dude, wow. if, I mean, if he doesn't get him out, then it's a problem. But until he gets it, yeah. gets, until that happens, I mean, it ain't a problem. No, I, I that's kind of how I felt about it. I just didn't, I, I mean, yeah, if he doesn't get the guy out, he makes an error, sure, but. Too many things in sports. Uh, but the, you know, but the idea that, that a, the next time that guy comes up to the plate that, like, that team's going to throw at him, like, I mean, like, there's a reason that's gone in the game. Like, I mean, it's great mm-hmm. to have all the old fun stories of Bob Gibson, like, walking up to dudes and saying, I'm going to dust you tonight 15 times or whatever. But, like, you know, those are old stories. I mean, like, it's like, you know, like – Come on. Like once upon yeah. a time it was cool to like drink out of different water fountains for blacks and whites. So stop, stop. Like well, and the it past was, it was once, isn't always better. Well, and you know, I mean, there was a time when it was an impingement on our freedom to uh to not to, to not drink and drive. You know, like yeah, uh, come on. people yeah. drinking and driving, you Thumb know. So stop. I mean anyway, right. moving moving right along. Right, Wander, um, keep doing what you're doing. Just don't <laughs> don't fuck it up, right, kid? Uh, Justin Verlander made his return uh, to the major leagues uh, and wasn't too bad. I mean, lost the game, but definitely it wasn't a, a, a failure by any Yeah, he wasn't sharp in the first inning. I happened to catch a little of it while I was sitting in the sports book while the uh, missus was – uh, I don't know, winning or spending money. However it goes, I don't really care. I mean, whatever. You know, like, I mean, it's her money to spend. I mean, I'm yeah. not, like, I'm not keeping her for money to spend. Like, if she wants to spend it, whatever. But anyways, I was in the sports book. I got to catch uh, the first handful of innings of that thing. And uh, Verlander, he wasn't real sharp in the first inning. He hung a couple and got taken deep back to back. But other than that, I mean, he was still all over the zone a little bit. But he got away with some stuff. And, you know, he was pretty good over five innings and, uh, you know, but uh, I, I want to say it was Eduardo Perez. I mean, that dude was electric in that game. He went like eight innings, two two hits, no runs, nine strikeouts. Uh, they can put three base runners on all day. So he was really good through eight. And uh, Detroit was just a little bit better than uh, New York uh, all week this week. And a wild game out in Chicago. Uh, I want to say, was it, was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. It was uh, – I'm I'll just real quick for everybody, it's – it's it's Friday in Texas, but it's still Thursday where I'm at. So 
So give me a break <laughs> on these times today. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yesterday, the the Twins and the White Sox they played eleven innings, a two two game, and then uh, the the wheels came off at the top of the twelfth, and uh, Minnesota scored five, and the White Sox couldn't get back in. And but it was a fun game. I kept looking at it, and I'm like, man, it's still two to two, still two to two. But uh, it, it finally worked its way out uh, in the twelfth inning. So let's talk some Texas Rangers news. Um, Rangers still do lead the AOS by one game. You know, it's, it's going to be a battle all year long in that division. And uh, they, uh, they get to go out to uh, Anaheim to have a showdown with the Angels of all teams uh, who coming off a sweep against the Cardinals right now are as hot as anybody. It's going to be a nice showdown uh, for, the, for the Rangers and Angels. And we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more here in a little bit. Um, one more tidbit of news about the Rangers. Uh, Aaron Zavala is – he's back, a guy we are very high on uh, in terms of Rangers prospects, and, and he's back and looking like he's ready to, to start playing. Uh, yeah, it looks like uh, Zavala's been taking some cuts at DH in uh, extended spring training games, and it looks like uh, this coming week he should be able to start playing some outfield, and I wouldn't see a reason why – uh, he wouldn't be in Frisco's outfield. Him and him and uh, Evan Carter manning that out there by Memorial Day. Yeah, I uh, I'm really excited to see those two guys uh, on the same team and uh, playing together. So it, it that's that's a really exciting uh, that's a really exciting uh, idea. There Absolutely, and, and and it automatically makes Frisco a, a better team and. You know, it's going to be it's going to be weird to think that Evan Carter may not be the uh, the most disciplined eye in that batting lineup. Yeah, that you know, Zavala led the Rangers organization last year in on base percentage. So, yeah. uh, really, really excited to get him back. He's one of those guys that if he can stay healthy, could truly make a huge impact on the organization, uh, really in the near future. So, yeah, um, yeah, both him and Evan excited. Carter, yeah, are probably within the next couple of years going to be those pieces that we needed this year you know <laughs> possibly so um and then finally uh well not finally uh, and dominic leone looks like he uh he optioned out of his 30-day contract and well you know we talked to the mets yeah we talked about this a couple of times uh earlier in the year of uh, the guys like dominic leone and i think rafael ortega and a couple of these guys that were pieces that were here on free agent minor league deals they give you 30 days i'll play i'll play in your minor league squad for 30 days and then at that end of the day you know let me take my release or we can you know maybe extend it another 30 days or whatever the case may be but leon and the rangers i mean it's amicable because they know that he's trying to get a major league deal and that this is the guy that's pitched in the major leagues for several years and uh you know that he, he doesn't want to stay in round rock the whole season and uh, after the 30 days and there just wasn't that job for him and there wasn't uh, anybody they were willing to uh, take off with that 40 man, you know, they, you know, they just made it, they came to the conclusion, like, Hey, let's part ways. And, you know, Leon, Leon comes up a couple of days later with a, with a job with the Mets. So um, I saw yesterday he was in the bullpen uh, getting outs for him. So, you know, good for him. And we talked about him all spring as a guy that, you know, he was on that cusp of making the team, and uh, you know, he—you could tell that he was a big league pitcher. It just wasn't going to happen here. 
Yeah. And, you know, just for the sake of controversy, um, if he goes to the Mets, of all teams, the Mets uh, plays well all season. And, uh, and we're in need of bullpen help uh, down the stretch. Uh, that's going to be something that it's uh, going to hurt. <laughs> Ra- yeah. Rangers Twitter. Rangers Twitter is going to melt it, melt down. Yeah. Well, they're already um, and, melting and, down over just about everything because they hadn't paid attention to baseball for four years. <laughs> so um, speaking of the bullpen, I had a question, just a, a nice little uh, something to think about is, you know, how much is this bullpen right now missing Otto, Howard, Martin, and Odorizzi? Like how much of a difference do those guys make in general with this team uh, right now? You know, I, I don't know. I think Odorizzi definitely hurts because he's a definite big league pitcher that – um, should be in the big league, should be helping this team get outs. And, and and a guy that I know can get three outs at a time, regardless of what he's bringing velocity-wise. Um, I think Glenn Otto hurts because he's another one of those guys that does bring velocity, and when he lets the fastball loose, he's somewhere around 96, 97. So, you know, I mean, I think that kind of hurts. We'll see how he comes back. I mean, uh, everything I'm kind of seeing is still like late May, as long as there's no setback. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about Spencer Howard. Uh, you know, he was getting close to picking things back up as the season started, and then he had a setback, and he's been pushed back for, you know, I don't know how long. And, and I think, you know, I don't know that he's going to help um, right at the moment. I don't know that he's ready to get outs in the big leagues, but it's definitely a, a hit to the depth because he's a guy that's on the 40-man and who else do we say we auto? Um, uh, Martin, Brett Martin. Yeah, Brett Martin. I think Brett Martin hurts probably the most of all these guys. Maybe Oda Rizzi the same, but Martin, crafty lefty, gets guys out. Uh, he had the struggles last year, but I think it was because a lot because he wasn't healthy. Um, but I am seeing that like he could be back as early as mid July. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen, so. I've seen, you know, mid-season. So, you know, mid-July, early August, if there's some a timetable like that, you know, I mean, Brett Martin may be able to help this thing some point this season. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of goes to show that, you know, the, the front office that the Rangers, the front office of the Rangers um, maybe didn't do everything they could do to put together a, a great team this year, a, a really competitive team. But when you see like guys like this and know that if we're all the way healthy, uh, that we have a lot better opportunity to be competitive, uh, especially given the way that things have worked out now. Um, I just think the season is long, you know, it, it, the season still has a lot of positive prospects of some of these guys coming back. And obviously with DeGrom and uh, Corey Seager, uh, coming back and uh, Mitch Garver, I, ju- I just think the Rangers have uh, have a lot more firepower coming, and it could be uh, you know it's still we still got a lot of uh, baseball to go. So, well, yeah, I mean um, you just you just named off you know what's thirty seven and thirty two. I mean that, that was sixty nine million dollars worth of talent that you that you named off there with Degrom and Seager. So of course they sure. got some some firepower coming as soon as those guys get healthy. And I think Seeger is sooner than than uh, sooner than later, and um, uh, I still think that Degrom. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna be one of those guys where you know it's gonna it's gonna be 
here and there and, and hopefully, you know, it's 15 days this time or maybe just a little bit more than that, but we'll just kind of, just kind of keep waiting on him. Um, and this is something on. we knew. I mean, we oh. knew like going into the season that there was going to be monitoring of Jake DeGrom. And if he is, you know, if he's in any way, you know, hurt at all, he's going to be, you know, he's going to be managed, you know, Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the smart thing to do because it's a it's a five year investment, um, and you need this guy if you're going to make a stretch run. So um, I know there's something pretty cool going on uh, May 26. You want to tell the people about it? Yeah, May 26. I'm going to be wrestling. <laughs> do do we need more? Do we need more commercial? <laughs> okay, so May 26, <laughs> Southside Preservation Hall, Fort Worth, Texas, uh, um, Hemp Hill, and Lipscomb is the cross streets. The building is the Southside Preservation Hall. The sponsors are Martin House Brewing, Starry Ice Cream. Uh, what's, what's the smash burgers? Give me the... Lisa's uh, uh, Onion Burgers? Uh, yeah, the Onion Burgers. Um, Kelly's Onion Burgers. Kelly's Onion, Kelly's not onion Lisa. Burgers. And uh, those are going to be the sponsors. Um, so come on out. Southside Preservation Hall. May 26th, not only is, is Memorial Day weekend, and oh, we're bro. getting it started early on, on Memorial Day weekend because we're going to have a memorial for Brent McKenzie and his oh. title reign at, at <laughs> Matt War Pro. So come on out for that. We're going to put to rest this, this guy as, our, as the champion. And it's gonna. We're gonna come out of there with Damo McCullough as the new champion, mm. and uh, you know uh, that that's my prediction on the big main event. Um, I'm gonna add a guy to the splash pile, Avon. I'm sorry, buddy. I don't know what you did this for, but mm. uh, Martin House is gonna be giving away beer. Kelly's Onion Burger is gonna be out back smashing onions and burger hat meat just together, putting some cheese on it making it and just throwing it on a, in a, in a, in a plate for you and you eat that thing down, enjoy that thing up, go get you some ice cream from starry ice cream and uh, enjoy a big time pro wrestling show. And let me just say, we've got the website for Eventbrite up on our website. They've got it all over Matt war pro death breath. Go to Eventbrite and get your ticket now because this thing's going to sell out. And if you wait until Friday, or I'm sorry, Friday, May 26th, you're not going to have a ticket. And, and you're going to miss probably the biggest show Southside Preservation Hall has ever had at it, ever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and don't forget, your, your boy Kev's going to be out there singing the Star Spangled Banner. So um, let's preview um, – this angel series, a big series coming up because it, it's going to show us a little bit. Again, we've, we've seen some heart from this Rangers team already this year. And I think they have an opportunity here to, to put it on display again, going on the road against a, a rival, protecting that division lead. And uh, first let's get into the, um, into the offense or the lineup. Uh, we know, we obviously know uh, they have the unicorn, uh, you know, with Otani. Yeah, uh, they we have the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly Man, the, the, the two best players in baseball, yeah. possibly. I mean, they, they play for the Angels. We, everybody knows about those guys. Yep. Everybody yeah, knows Mike, about those guys. Mike, Mike Trout somehow quietly has an amazing year every year. It seems like his, his years are just 
his numbers are just gaudy every year, and it just almost seems to go unnoticed. It all, um, yeah, it all runs together because he's just so good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and but there are some other guys on the team that have been playing pretty good. Uh, mainly, I would say first would be Hunter Renfro. Um, he's yeah, they, a pretty they good made start a, to the season. They made a trade. They made a trade for him to bring him in, and uh, he's 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 so far so good. And uh, um, he also is the doppelganger of Mike Trout. So you can't tell who's catching the ball in right (laughs) field or center field, depending day to day. Yeah, because they look the same. I was like, oh, was that Trout or was that Renfro? I don't know. No one knows. Oh, man, that was funny. Um, and then Brandon Jury slugging a little bit uh, for the squad uh, over at second yeah. base. Uh, got and, some homers, got some and doubles. They got the young kid, Zach Nito, who's playing way above his head right now and, and doing okay. Um, yeah. Not doing great, not doing bad, but uh, I'm pretty sure this time last year he was uh, um, in double A. So, um, yeah, double A this time last year. Um, he was really still in a ball. So, okay. you know, so for him to be at a point now where he's playing for the big league club uh, and he's treading water, he's doing all right. Um, the uh, Really the disappointments have been, you know, Anthony Rendon um, still just not really mm. giving him a whole lot. I mean, he's mm-hmm. slugging 304. You ain't paying $28 million no. a year for him to slug 304. Um, yep. And then you know, uh, Gio Urshala, he's been, he's been, you know, just not very good. And mm. I mean, Taylor Ward is what he is, and Brett Phillips yeah. is what he is, and um, you know, Louis uh, Rahifo is what he is, and they went and got Jake Lamb, and you know, he is what he is, and. Uh, Chad Wallach behind the plate for him a little bit, and Matt Thice. So you know, I mean, uh, having having a Hoppy go down has really hurt um, Anaheim. But they're winning ball games right now. Mm-hmm. They're um, you know they're they're not. Uh, I don't, this might be the best team that they've put around Trout and Otani since they've been together, or it might be the worst. I have no idea. Like, well, you know, I mean, like, I still have the same read on them that I had when we previewed them when I was like, I don't know, they might go 500 or they might go 10 games over. Or they might go 10 games under. And I still yeah. kind of feel like you're looking at them right now. And even though they're, what, four games over 500 or whatever, you look at it and you're like, yeah, I don't know, man. They may, I mean, they could be one game over 500 come Sunday. And that's not in, I mean, that's not like something that, you know, I mean, I'm saying that as for the show or whatever, but, you know, it's not like they're going to the, going to the hill this week with just world beaters. And, you know, I mean, Rendon, they need more out of him and they need more. I mean, they've been getting a little bit more lately. Uh, The Cardinals aren't a very good uh, team right now. So, you know, I mean, scoring a bunch of runs against the Cardinals. Uh, scoring runs against their bullpen late in games. I, I don't know. I don't know that that's uh, – it's always, you know, good going somewhere and, and sweeping a team, but I don't know that the Cardinals are a very good team right now. And, uh, uh, you know, I mean, uh, hopefully 
the uh, Angels uh, and, and Rangers will be a little closer matchup than than the, the Cardinals and the Angels was this past week. Yeah, and, and obviously I, I love uh, Trout and Otani as far as just as being great players and good for the league. But uh, did you know that five Texas Rangers players right now uh, have more runs batted in than those two guys? Uh, both well, of them sitting at 19. And, the, and, uh, and, and that's, that's pretty – that's that's saying something because the guys' numbers, both guys' numbers are good. Yeah, well, uh, but the run production is I not quite the, there. Well, uh, the run production isn't there in driving in runs, and and it might be a lot of the reason because of all those guys that we talked about who are struggling that are hitting in front of them in the bottom of the lineup, and there's just nobody out there to drive in. So you know, I mean, uh, that could be as much of the reason. Um, but at the same time, you know, I mean, those guys. When you look at their ops and their and their it's ops crazy. plus, they're they're well above average in the big leagues and uh, you know well above you know uh, good, well above great. Um, you <laughs> well know, above, the, the, well like well above alien. You know, like I mean, those yeah. guys, those guys are two of the best baseball players on the earth, and and you know, uh, uh, fortunately, this time through, the Rangers don't catch. Uh, show hay on the hill absolutely well before we talk about the uh the pitching matchups uh for this upcoming uh weekend um you know i'd, I'd be remiss not to tell you guys about we brought up aaron zavala earlier about our uh exclusive content down on the farm with the boys which is where we go through uh the minor league system and we tell you guys the news uh transactions uh projections for these guys and uh, just tell you really about what the future of the Texas Rangers organization is going to look like based on the guys that are uh, coming up. And you heard us talk a little bit about Evan Carter, uh, a little bit about uh, Aaron Zavala. And, you know, had you uh, been subscribed, you would have known a little bit more about these guys and other guys that uh, we haven't brought up on the show. We specifically try our best not to get too much into it. So we have some good content for, for that subscription uh, part of, of the podcast. So, $1.99, go to Spotify, click subscribe, go to our website. You can subscribe there as well and uh, get the extra content, learn more about this team and uh, support the podcast. We we'll, we really appreciate it. So let's move on to the pitching matchups. We do, we know who the, the, the drama right now is we know who the angels are rolling out there. We don't quite know well, who the Rangers are going to be putting out there. We kind of do. We kind of do. Um, kinda. Yeah, we kinda have an idea. Well on on Friday, the idea is that Dane Dunning will do the majority of the pitching. Now, will that be from the bullpen or will that be from the starters role? Um, nothing has really come out uh in in concrete there. But uh as far as everything I've seen, Dane Dunning is probably going to get the majority of the action in tonight's game on Friday. Now, um, I don't know if that means they're going to send someone like Ian Kennedy or uh, someone like that to the Hill for the first inning or maybe um, somebody they trust to get a couple before they go to Dunning. I have no idea. But uh, as far as everything I've seen, it's mo uh, everybody is kind of saying that Dunning is going to get the majority of the action tomorrow. And he'll be opposed by uh, Tyler Anderson, who was mm – -hmm. 
one of the guys that the Angels went out and signed this offseason took him took him off of the uh, Dodgers' hands. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, so far through 26 innings this year, uh, he hasn't been super good. Uh, nope. five, five, seven, five, five, seven, four mm, ERA, five, which seven, is four, yeah. which not super great. Um, and is, uh, you know, in his five starts this year, um, more walks than I imagine that he would prefer and, uh, definitely more hits than he would probably prefer. Um, and, uh, you know, hits and walks turn into more yeah. runs than he would probably prefer. So, uh, you know, he's getting hit around a little bit. Um, but, you know, that doesn't mean that, that uh, the stuff isn't there and that the stuff uh, can't be there uh, on Friday. But this is a, a very winnable game for the Rangers. I mean, uh, you know, on balls in play, the guys are hitting 290 or, or 340 against uh, Anderson, and, and their overall batting average is 290. So, Right. Um, you know, they're hitting him this year a little bit, and he's not been uh, as efficient as he has been in the past years. Um, normally, he doesn't walk a lot of hitters, and this year he has been. So we'll just kind of, you know, hopefully the Rangers will be patient up there and and uh, wait for him to make some mistakes because they're happening at, at a pretty high rate this year uh, for, for Anderson. And uh, the the Rangers, like we said, they should be countering with Dane Dunning, Dunning getting the majority of the innings. And then uh, on Saturday, the yep. uh, uh, if Dane Dunning is going to get the innings on Friday night, that means or or tonight, then that means Saturday night. It's they're they're probably going to go back to um, Nathan Eovaldi, and he's going to yep. have uh, six days rest. So he's going to have mm-hmm. a couple extra days rest. And uh, the Angels are going to be countering Ivaldi with left-hander Reed Detmers. Um, mm-hmm. Detmers again, another guy that he's not having exactly the uh, the year that he would probably be uh, thinking that he was going to. He's sitting at a four eight five ERA as well. Now he does get a lot of strikeouts. Uh, Thirty one strikeouts. Strikeout numbers. Yeah, um, but his his walks and hits are are a little high and. You know, I mean, you're you're looking at a guy that, uh, um, you know, a guy that last year didn't walk nearly as many batters as he's walked this year so far, um, and and again, that's turned into a higher ERA, and and teams are hitting uh, two fifty five on batting average and and a shade over three hundred on balls in play. So, you know, he's just uh, right now uh, he's struggling a little bit. And uh, this is a guy that the Rangers, you know, they have a tendency to get after guys like this, especially young guys that are, that are, Mm -hmm. that are, that are struggling a little bit. So, um, you know, another very winnable game and another matchup that uh, you like for the Texas Rangers. And then uh, Sunday, you got to believe that if they're going to go Nathan Ivaldi on Saturday, that on Sunday they're going to go Martin Perez. And, uh, you know, all we've done all year is talk about how consistent Martin Perez has been. And uh, I wouldn't expect anything to change on Sunday. And uh, the Angels are going to counter with Jose Suarez, who, again, another 5'10 lefty um, and in his five starts this year. 
Um, he's almost given up runs in a nine. I mean, an eight runs per nine inning clip. Ooh. And uh, again, almost two uh, walks or hits in a in a uh, inning for him this season. So it hasn't started well for him. Again, twelve walks, twelve walks in twenty one innings uh, to go along with thirty one hits. So uh, Suarez is a guy that the, uh, the Rangers can get to, and uh, you know this is a this is a series that's very very winnable for the Rangers. Um, but the Angels have a tendency to score enough runs to keep themselves in these kind of games, especially the kind of games with, uh, you know, those pitchers that have the higher ERAs. There's a reason why they don't have records, you know, 0-1, mm-hmm. 1-0, 0-2, 0-5 you know, starts because the the Angels, are, they're going to they're gonna get you those runs back. So they're a dangerous team, and they got a dangerous lineup, and somehow we'll manage to see Mike Trout three or four times every eighth and ninth inning uh, of mm-hmm. this series. I mean, it, it seems like you see him in the eighth, ninth inning every every game in these type of series. So um, I don't expect that to change any, but uh, I do expect the Rangers to be able to, to uh, take – a couple of games whoa, this whoa, weekend, whoa, whoa, and whoa, did I whoa, did I go too far? Did I? Whoa, 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 whoa! We're not to the predictions. Well, well we are. I mean, we are kind now, of there. But I had a couple. Of, I, I had a couple of tidbits. Uh, the, the one thing that that we didn't touch on is the Ranger. The uh, Angels do have a pretty good bullpen, um, and so with the Rangers, it's probably good that they jump on these starters uh, early and find a way to manufacture a few runs late. But their bullpen is not too bad. They got some guys, uh, you know, with some pretty gaudy numbers, uh, especially in terms of their earned run average. So old, uh, an old friend of ours, Matt Moore, uh, having a, a yeah. really great start to the season. Or earning nice that money. Him on the team. Earning yeah, that money, nice, right. Been nice, been nice to have him on the bullpen, uh, on our bullpen this year. But now, after I got my two cents in, let's jump in on these predictions, and I'm going to let you roll with it. All right. Uh, I think I think the Rangers take two of three. Um, I think one of the bullpen games gets out of hand, and the Angels take that game. But the Rangers they get the other two and uh, mm-hmm. slug slug away against a couple of those guys. I could not agree with you more. Um, I definitely think the Rangers. I, I almost feel like they have to take two or three this weekend. Um, of course, obviously, it's not it's not the end of the world if they don't. But again, as you're building, uh, as you're building, kind of your your story throughout the year, and you're you're building in, you know, just habits that your team goes through. You want to see them uh, win these kinds of series against division rivals on the road. These are kind of marks of teams that that uh, that actually are gonna good be good for the long haul when you win these kinds of series. So. I think they have uh, they don't catch the two best pitchers for the Angels, so they're they kind of get lucky there. Uh, so I think the Rangers need to win two or three, and uh, it's going to be a kind of a womp womp uh, for the predictions head to head because I I can't agree with you more. I think uh, Saturday and Sunday uh, the Rangers take those games. I think if there is a game they're gonna they they might uh, might end up losing. It's going to be tonight just because of the the kind of the pitching matchup. Um, is more favorable. Uh, all I can hope is that the Rangers don't spend too much bullpen, uh, bullpen depth uh, in this game. In this game, 
so that uh, we can really uh, get that next, get those next two. So, but who knows? What do, what do we know? Uh, for all we know, it could be completely different. So, let's just hope the Rangers come out of this weekend leading, uh, still leading the American League West. Well, and we'll we'll just have to update that on Monday. One oh one's been just as good as one one hundred, huh? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, and then uh, d- just also look for an extended uh, down on the farm with the boys episode this weekend uh, with Manimal traveling. Uh, I'm a little bit under the weather today, so we're not gonna we're not gonna pull a late nighter tonight. Uh, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna get one of those up, and it may be uh, it may be a little bit longer of an episode. So uh, uh, for those of you subscribed, uh, get ready for some uh, some extra content. You might have to split it up into two listens, but we're gonna get all around the farm and get you everything that you've missed uh, this week, and uh, get you previewed for next week. So uh, as far as I as far as I got, that's all I got. So uh, you got anything else for him before we head out? No, just. Uh... A couple of late games this weekend, but uh, support them Texas Rangers. That's right. Support them, watch them, buy the merch. Uh, Don't forget to follow us on socials, Texas Rangers with the boys. TX Rangers WTB. Don't forget to go to our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. word. There we go. Sorry about that. I got got caught up in the, 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 the signage on the hotel. No problem. And um, don't forget to get your tickets for the upcoming Matt War Pro on our website. You can click the link there to the uh, to the Eventbrite. Don't forget to subscribe to Texas uh, Down on the Farm with the Boys. It's a dollar ninety nine a month. You can go to Spotify or our website for that. And uh, don't forget to follow us on all your favorite uh, podcasts, uh, your favorite podcast platform anywhere: Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, all of those places that you can find podcasts. Even podcasts we don't know we're on, we're on. So. Uh, you know, follow us anywhere, listen to the show, support the show, and keep your head out, keep your head up for those t-shirts coming soon. This is Texas Rangers with the boys signing out.